I'm Daniel Britt on 90.7 New Life FM, and my guest today is Alvin Slaughter. He's uh, he's an award-winning vocalist. He was the main lead male vocalist for the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir for many years, and now he's out on his own doing some great ministry around the world. And we're going to talk about what he's up to these days and uh, and where he's going to be coming up this weekend in Decatur. Alvin, thanks for joining us. Great to be with you, Daniel. Thank you. Uh, I guess we have to go back to the history, and uh, and by checking your biography and and looking at at uh, where you came from, you were born in uh, in New York, and more specifically, um, was it Brooklyn? Yeah, uh, I was born in, in the Brooklyn area, mm-hmm. and spent most of my life there in uh, in Brooklyn and Queens. But you know, primarily the, the whole New York City area has been my home many years. And, uh, and at some point during your life, you found yourself, uh, at, at the great church that we know, the Brooklyn Tabernacle, and you became involved. Tell us about, uh, the beginnings there of, of that, uh, wonderful relationship. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. it was, um, it was a time in my life. I was married very, 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 very young. And by the time I was 23, I had two children. And, you know, I was, I was probably about as ready to be married as a, as a doorknob is, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I uh, got married young and just ran into a lot of problems, terrible decisions, uh, uh, not knowing how to take what I learned in church and apply it to my real life, you know, as a, as a husband and a father, got mad at God, walked out of my family, walked out of church. And, uh, for like a year, year and a half, I, I lived in New York city, like a crazy man, uh, just couldn't put things together. And eventually after, you know, after a lot of, Tears after a lot of anger, man at God, the whole world. Um, I ended up at Brooklyn Tabernacle. Uh, someone in, uh, invited me there for a, a uh, they had a thing called multimedia, which was ahead of its time. It was a concert hmm. slash video performance slash testimonial. And I sat there and I was just floored. It, it was more than the music. The music was great, but man, the heart and the, uh, and and just what I sensed just blew me away, and I ran out of the building, but I kept going back, and eventually God took my heart of stone. He made it a heart of flesh, yeah. and uh, I gave my heart back to God at that church, and uh, and I stayed there, never left, and, and eventually my wife and I came back together and uh, joined the choir, and it just was one of the greatest, greatest uh, places to be. I never thought I'd be traveling the world singing because I was just happy being there and being a part of a local congregation. So uh, it it has been and will always be uh, a great place in my heart and in my life. Do you still live in the New York area? I do, but I live a couple of hours now north of New York City. So okay. I'm, I'm a couple of hours from Brooklyn Tabernacle now. <laughs> so we're, we're kind of like out in the country. Most people don't think of the country when they think of New York. Right, right. But uh, we're, we're in a little country farming community out there that we really love. That's cool. Do you still do some work with uh, with the choir? Yeah, we we're I'm there I'm there I'm there doing concerts uh, probably every couple of years. We were just there uh the end of February. It just had an incredible man, just had an incredible, incredible evening. Uh, you know, and a lot of uh my friends, my family, a lot of my extended family still goes to Brooklyn Tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Have been going there since the early eighties, you wow. know. Yeah. So yeah. so and Pastor Simla and Carol uh, you know, it, uh, uh, always staying in contact with them one way or the other, so it's so it's still a, a very large part of my life. And uh, you mentioned you're out uh, traveling around, uh, ministering as a solo artist. How uh, how how is that different? I mean, obviously, if you're part of a choir, it's a it's a very large group, even larger than uh, than four guys or or a, or a mixed group. It's a it's a large choir. And go, to going from that down to a to a solo, what adjustments did you have to make? 
Well, it was really rough. I mean, I, I've been doing this now for for a while. But, you know, being a part of a choir, we had 240, 250 choir members plus the band and the whole thing. Plus, you know, being part of a, of, of a of a church where every Sunday I'm there and there's, you know, there was three or four services on Sunday and thousands of people showing up. It was being part of a community. So, leaving there and going on the road, I mean, uh, i got to be honest, the first uh, couple of years, I felt very, very lonely and very, very alone. I loved the times when I was on stage and I was singing and sharing my heart. But when I'd go back to the hotel room, man, it was like really, really alone. But, you know, I realized that God had called me into this. And uh, and eventually, as I continued to grow as a person and grow in grace, uh, uh, it became a new time, a new chapter, a new season. God began to give me an extended family, not just at Brooklyn Tabernacle, but around the country and then around the world. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm still traveling. I have, you know, a few people that travel with me, but I'm still traveling. And it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I do miss the, uh, I guess the, the, the steadiness of every Sunday being in a church community with a church family, uh, seeing the same people week after week. I really do miss that. But the, the great thing I have is that each and every week, you know, I'm with a new church family. Yeah. I'm visiting, yeah. You know, like just in the last few days, I'm in California now, but uh, uh, last week, one one night I was in St. Croix in the Virgin Islands. The next mm-hmm. night I was in uh, South Carolina. Uh, the next night uh, I was in Toronto, Canada, and wow. I came here to, to California. And then from here, I, I'll be in I'll be in Georgia. So it's interesting because you know it's 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 new people. Some of these churches I have been going to every single year for wow. the years, but many of them are brand new. But even though it's new, I meet people for the first time, and I'm in churches for the first time, and they're all vastly different. And I wouldn't change that for anything in the world. But yet there's this kindred spirit. You know, some 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 churches are into one style, some churches are into another style, some are more expressive, some are less expressive, but I've grown to love that, mm-hmm. that diversity and that part of, of the body of Christ, and then my part in it to really to help be like an embedded reporter, you know, sure. and at the yeah. same time a frontline soldier to help ignite people's faith and help them to, uh, and help them to, uh, to build God's kingdom. Now you mentioned Georgia. You're coming to, uh, to Atlanta, to Decatur, at the Assembly of God Tabernacle this Sunday at 10:30, um, yes. is this your first time uh, being at this church, or is this one of those churches where you come back ever so often? No, I, I, I was there years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long time, and I believe it was a different pastor at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I'm really looking forward to going back because I, uh, Sam Mayo and his wife yeah. Jeannie and, and the and the great church there. You know, I, I still kind of keep a, a finger on the pulse of what's happening in a lot okay. of different churches around the country. Uh, uh, I don't do that intentionally. It's just, it's just because I'm out there so much. I meet people from so many different places. As a matter of fact, I, just, I saw Pastor Sam. I think I was in Florida last year or somewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw him in the airport. And we had the privilege of, of sitting and, and, and talking and, and that kind of thing. So cool. I am really looking forward. I, I, I'm excited about being there in that service and to uh, be able to, uh, you know, worship with the people and touch the hearts of the people. People are going through a lot of stuff in their walk, in their life. And um, my my whole heart and my whole purpose is to help people to see themselves the way that God sees them. So that way that they can, you know, instead of us feeling like, you know, 
we're waiting for a ship to come in or we're mm-hmm. being victimized by life, we can be empowered to serve God and to serve others. Uh, how do you classify yourself? We've got uh, I've I've seen that you've done some stuff with with Bill and Gloria Gaither, and then you've got the praise and worship thing under uh, under your hat as well. Are you are, do you classify yourself as a contemporary Christian music artist or a praise and worship leader? Um, uh, tell us about that. You know, it's funny. That's probably one of the hardest uh, <laughs> things because I have done everything from from Gaither stuff. I yeah. uh, I travel I had traveled over the years with different evangelists. Uh, every uh, everything from uh, controversial to not controversial. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll be I'll be ministering and speaking this year at the and singing at the uh, Hillsong Conference in Sydney, Australia. Mm. Um, I've recorded on their records on their records. I've done I recorded with uh, Lakewood uh, Pastor Joel Osteen. Mm-hmm. You know I kind of consider myself a music minister, <laughs> sure. which means that in our in our concerts we use all of the above. To uh, to ignite the hearts of the people, I, you know, because I've been in so many different places, I'm I'm, I'm never in just one denomination or one, uh, you know, rate core racial group, and I never did that by design. I don't know how. Maybe maybe it's my affiliation with Brooklyn Tab. I don't know, but God began to open doors in different places. I love the fact that, you know, th- there's some churches I go to that are more into choruses, some that have a more traditional background, and I don't change what I do. When I go there, I just incorporate all that I love. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, because I feel that if I'm passionate about it and, it and it touches my heart, perhaps it will do the same thing. Because when I first went to Brooklyn Tab years ago when, when I wasn't serving God, it was not necessarily the music because the music was very different. I came from a traditional black gospel background. The music they were doing was not really classified that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the music was great, but from an ear perspective, it wasn't what I was used to. What what really grabbed my heart was that the people seemed like they were singing to a God that was real and not just some religious God or not just from a cultural perspective, but they were singing from their heart and it reached my heart. So my, my desire is to be able to do all of the above. I mean, I, I, I've, I've done a lot of, uh, <laughs> I've done a lot of uh, youth conferences. We just did a huge one with thousands of kids last year in Ocean, Ocean City, uh, Maryland, um, and everything between. So, Wow. So I'm, I'm probably more classified from a radio sort of perspective as a as a praise and worship leader, mm-hmm. and you know I, I don't mind whatever they call me, but I I really consider myself a music minister, using music as the tool to minister to to the hearts of people. Well, we we love uh, the variety that you present because, uh, frankly, here at uh, on our station, the music is very um, very wide and, uh, and and ranges from southern gospel to contemporary, and it incorporates praise and worship and inspirational. And so, you really fit the mold wow. here, and you're one of our favorites, Alvin. Thanks for thanks for the music that you bring, um, not only with the choir when you were with them, but the, the music that you're recording these days. Uh, do you have uh, a new recording, or are you working on something right now? Yeah, the newest recording that I had uh, came out just a few months ago, and it's called "The Faith Life." Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I don't know if you guys have it or not. If not, I'll make sure you get it. Okay, yeah. But, uh, but I, I, I produced that recording as an integrity on the integrity label along with Sony Music. And um, it's probably, you know, this, I think it's my eighth CD. And it's it's probably one that I am most, 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 most excited about because uh, I uh, a lot of the songs that some of them that I wrote, some that other music ministers, I called a bunch of music ministers around the country and said, Hey, give me the thing that's touching the hearts of your people the best. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, 
Some of it is more soloish. Some of it's choral. Some of it is uh, is is worship, congregational. But I wanted songs that would ignite the hearts of the people because you know we're living in kind of a changing time, changing society. A lot of things that are now is not like it was even I think five years ago. And uh, and I wanted songs to help people to really really connect with God, whether it's in corporate worship worship or whether it's in their personal time. And I am most excited about this one, and probably have gotten more emails and, and, and letters from uh, from people about this particular CD than any I've ever done. So I'm really excited about uh, this one, The Faith Life. I'm also in the middle of uh, writing a book uh, that will be finished. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just finished the final chapter last night. Oh, wow. And, wow. <laughs> so so uh, that's something that has been probably years in the making. Fourteen years mm-hmm. I've been writing different things that has impacted my life. Uh, as I've traveled, whether I was in Uganda, whether I was in Philippines, whether I was in mm-hmm. Brooklyn, or wow. whether I was in Georgia, or wherever I was, uh, I, I've had this, I've had this front row seat, and I've seen a lot of things, and I've seen things, you know, that have been, uh, great for people, and things that I think that have victimized and misled people, and, uh, you know, I lived my life, part of my life, I, I, I lived for 20 years praying for God to do something that He never was going to do never was going to do and i found out what that was and what it was was that you know i was praying oh god if you take all my fears away i could be a better christian i could be a better this i could be a better that i could have better relationships i can you know and i prayed and i and i found i read an obscure not obscure but i read a scripture just a simple scripture where paul had said pray for me that i may preach the gospel fearlessly with boldness and i realized wait a minute so paul was going through times of, of, of fear and intimidation and i realized that God doesn't necessarily just abracadabra take your fears away, right. but he gives you boldness and courage to walk through your fears. So the book is called I Got It Back, and it's really talking about getting your, your joy back, getting your power back, getting your peace back, so that way you can live a life not just being victimized by the things that happen to us, but we can live a life filled with the power of God and reaching out and touching the lives of other people. Until you finish the, you hit the last period on on the last sentence of the last chapter last night. When's it going to be released? We are looking for a. I mean, they're trying to turn it around quick. We're looking for a late June release. Okay. So uh, I, you know, I'm very excited about it. I, I've been running from this whole thing for uh, really for years. But uh, a pastor friend of mine said, Alvin, he said, uh, you know, how, I was telling him about all these things I've been writing and all the impact, all the impressions that God has placed in my heart over the years. He said, so why don't you? write a book. I said, ah, man, it's just not my thing. He said, he said, Alvin, I don't think that's what it is. I think what it is is that you won't discipline yourself to write and to not put it together. And he said, think about it. You travel all around the world. You see more than most people have seen. One day you're going to go to your grave and all your little notes that you've written, they're going to either go in the attic or they're going to go in the trash and all yeah. your thoughts are going to go, into, go to the grave. He said, that's, that's irresponsible and not being a good steward of what God has given you. So he said, don't even think about writing a bestseller. Write something that you can leave it as, as an inheritance to your children and your children's children. <laughs> so he kind of he nailed it right on the head. And I said, God, forgive me. And, and, uh, and then we, we eventually, not, not too long after that, a publisher approached me. And and, uh, and I was happy to happy to go after it. And I really enjoyed the process. I didn't realize that uh, there was so much stuff inside my head and in my heart. So I'm really excited about that. I, I really pray that it would really touch the hearts of a lot of people. So they can see themselves, and that's been a big thing with me. People don't really see how much God loves them, and 
and how much he's given, you know, how much he's given to them. Ephesians 1 and 19 says that, says that the same immeasurable power that brought Jesus from the dead resides inside of us. And, you know, I, I went through the whole thing when my marriage was messed up. But there are people who have, you know, they're in the final stage of the divorce is, 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 is happening. And I want people to see that we don't have to stay stuck in the past. You know, I live with a son, my son, who will be with me at the church on Sunday. My son had, while I'm traveling the world, he was on drugs and he was breaking and entering into people's homes and he was a racist and I didn't even know it. Wow. <laughs> you know, I know that we didn't have a good relationship because I was on the road. I was you know, yeah. only home four days a month. And now to see how God is using him, the guy's one of the greatest street preachers. He goes out speaking to, uh, he's, he, got a, he has a contract that he's worked with military bases, speaking wow. to guys on military bases around the country. Speaking at universities, I'm looking at him, and I can't believe that five years ago, five years ago, he and I were like, you know, a different planet. <laughs> he wasn't serving God, you know. And I look now and to see the doors that God has opened for us to continue after these after these years to impact the uh, world with the gospel, helping to build churches uh, in Uganda and Africa, and some things we're about to do in Kenya. My wife and I are now even doing concerts slash family conferences to really reach out to the hearts of people. So I wrote a book while I got it back. Yeah, you know, yeah. And I'm praying that it would be used as a tool to help people laugh. I got some funny stuff in there, but also for people to see that God has placed power inside of them to really reach out and touch our world with the love of Christ and the message of Jesus. Again, that's late. That's a late June release that you're looking for for that book. Um, yes, sir. We'll, it'll be in all the stores. It'll be in Walmart and uh, uh, barnesandnoble.com and that kind of thing. And they can also... Uh, you know, uh, see our, go, go to our website and get more information. Is, is it okay if I get my website address? Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Oh, okay. They can, sure. go, they can go to www.mynamealvinslaughter.com and uh, they can get all the information there and they can find out more about what we're doing, where we're going, what our schedule is. Uh, and and uh, every week I send out something to encourage people and, you know, uh, sometimes it's just, it's, it's funny stuff I've seen. I love to laugh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I put, funny stuff just to kind of give people a little bit of something to uh, enjoy their day and to help them to get their mind of all the stuff that kind of tries to come to divert our attention off of, you know, who God is. Well, can, can we do this again? Maybe maybe around the book release time and, and we'll talk more about the book uh, once we have a review copy and we can look at it and uh, oh, I would love tell that. some stories. I, I would love it. I'll make sure that, uh, that as, soon as, as soon as we get a pre-release, pre-release copy, you'll be one of the first ones to get it and uh, I would absolutely love that. Oh, that sounds great. Listen, uh, you're talking about laughing. One of my favorite Alvin memories is on, and it has to do, I'm, I'm a fan of, uh, of some traditional gospel music and, and the old style and the southern gospel. And when you were on with Gaither, there was a blooper. Uh, and I don't know if you know what I'm talking about or not, but, uh, Bill was, was, was leading this, this old song, um, uh, just, uh, uh, just a closer walk with thee, I think, was it. And, and, and he had you stand up, and I guess there was some miscommunication, or maybe he went to a verse and you didn't know it. Anyway, it was very funny. It, have you seen the blooper video they've done? You know what's funny? I have not seen it. Someone <laughs> just told me about, <laughs> about the blooper video. We've had a lot of funny moments, you know, over the years with, uh, with Bill. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, when I was still in the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir, mm. uh, we would go to the praise gatherings. Today. Yeah, yeah. And he would always pick on me and bring me on the stage <laughs> and pick on me. And, um, uh, you know, and uh, Mark Lowry would tell me at the time, hey, man, you can't just, you just can't take that smile. Yeah. You got to give him a good thing. Yeah, right, so, right. But I love and respect him, but I would still kind of, <laughs> you know, get back with him a little bit. But 
just some of the great things. And then even uh, with, with, with some of those great uh, uh, videos that we did in some of the places we did, man, it was just funny. Bill's a very funny guy. Yeah. And yeah. He, he don't even realize this himself. He's a very, <laughs> very funny guy. And I just love being around uh, the people. When he has those events, we, we did one a couple of years ago that was at the Potter's House, T.D. Jake's Church. Oh, yes, yes. It's called the, uh, build a, Building a Bridge. Yeah, yeah. And, man, I mean, we just had an amazing time. All these people came together. No egos in the spot. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Bill just has a way of just making people feel like they're sitting in his living room. Yeah, yeah. As, as opposed to being in some big place. So it's one of the one of the highlights of my life. A lot of laughter on the road, man. And that's what oh. keeps me going, you know. Airplane rides get old after a while. <laughs> Hotel food gets really old after a while. Yeah. But laughter, man, keeps you keeps you going and it makes you feel like you're at home. Keeps you young, too. Absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Alvin, you're a good man. For those who don't know, you're in California, and it's, what, 6 in the morning there where you are now? Every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> listen, uh, thanks thanks for waking up early for us and uh, and coming on. And we'll look forward to this, this great event uh, Sunday at 1030. At the Assembly of God Tabernacle, it's off the east side perimeter, 285, exit 43. You hang a right. It's, I mean, it's, uh, if, I don't know if you remember, Alvin. There's like a fence between the interstate and the church. It's that close um, for people coming from all all areas of Atlanta. So uh, if you want to learn more about the event, you can log on to our website. We'll have a link uh, to the church, and we'll put a link to Alvin's website as well. Our website is newlife.fm. Alvin Slaughter, thanks for being here. Daniel, it was a real privilege to talk to you this morning. Thank you so much. We'll do it again soon. Okay. Hey, thanks, Alvin. Uh, you get some rest now. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye-bye.